Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. This is a special Saturday edition of the Daily Hammer. Typically, you find the Daily Hammer as part of the Talking Chop Podcast Network every Tuesday through Friday in your podcast feeds, wherever you listen to your podcast. But since it obviously is crunch time, it is a playoff run for the Braves, we've got a special Saturday edition of the Daily Hammer for you on what was a very pivotal night for the Braves and the NL East. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer on the Talking Chop Podcast Network along with the Talking Chop Podcast as well as the Road to Atlanta Podcast at TalkingChop.com and at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So going into Friday night, the Braves, after what was a tumultuous Thursday, unfortunately, in which the Braves, in in a matter of 30 minutes, basically, the Braves gave up their lead against the Arizona. Well, actually, in a matter of maybe about five or 10 minutes, the Braves gave up their lead to the Arizona Diamondbacks, while the Philadelphia Phillies were down six to nothing to the Pittsburgh Pirates, but then the Phillies later on Thursday evening came back and scored 12 runs to win 12 to six. The end result was the Phillies closing into within two games of the Braves. Well, coming into last night, the Braves actually had two outcomes on the line against the San Diego Padres, while the Phillies obviously welcomed the Pirates back to Citizens Bank Park. Well, the, the Braves and Phillies games started right around the same time. Actually, the Phillies game started a little bit earlier than the Braves game. And so the Braves were down 5-4 to four in the bottom of the fifth inning as their suspended game from back in July started against the Padres. And, of course, this game was going seven innings. Well, Adam Duvall actually tied the game in what was the bottom of the sixth inning of the suspended game to make the score Five to five, but then unfortunately, Will Smith came in in the top of the seventh and gave up a home run to Fernando Tatis Jr. Well, at the very same time, almost that Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a home run in the suspended game to give the Padres a six to five lead in that game. D.D. Gregorius hit a three-run homer for the Phillies to give them the lead over the Pirates in their game. So simultaneously, the Braves went behind in their game while the Phillies went back ahead in their game. And the end result was the Braves losing the suspended game 6-5 to while the Phillies won their game 8-6. to And the end result, before the Braves started their nightcap, their regularly scheduled game against the Padres, the end result was the Braves being one game ahead with Max Freed on the mound. But that is where the negativity ended. The Braves were able to come out early and give Max Freed the support that he needed to be able to work with the lead and work he did. A single by Austin Riley made the score three to nothing, or excuse me, one to nothing. And then in the very next inning, a two-run home run to the opposite field by Dansby Swanson made the score three to nothing. And that's all that Max Freed needed. Nine innings, 98 pitches, 16 ground outs on the evening versus only two flyouts. He only had to face 29 
total batters, including getting Fernando Tatis Jr. to ground out the end of the game, and the Braves won four to nothing. Now, yes, at the end of the day, the Braves did lose another half game in the division lead. They're now one and a half games going into Saturday's action. But you certainly have to feel more positive than negative because at the end of the day, the results that were expected happened. The Padres are a talented team and the Braves went into that suspended game down the run. They wound up losing. The Phillies wound up beating the Pirates just simply because they were the better team. But Max Fried certainly stole the night with an outstanding performance on the mound. Obviously, beyond Max Fried, another very encouraging sign is Dansby Swanson delivering in a big moment as well. An opposite field home run, as many noted, including MLB.com's Mark Bowman. When Dansby Swanson starts going to the opposite field, driving the ball to the opposite field, that is a good, encouraging sign. And in Arizona, we saw him a few nights ago get back-to-back singles, including an RBI single. In Thursday's game, he barely missed a home run that actually resulted in the sack fly. And then last night, obviously, hitting the big home run to give the Brave to extend the Braves' lead to allow Max Fried to work comfortably and make the most of it. Max Fried needed only 98 pitches. It was only it was the second time this year that he had recorded what's called a Maddox, getting a complete game shutout without going over 100 pitches, something that obviously was made popular by Greg Maddox during his time with the Braves. Max Fried, the first Brave to do it since 2015, Two shutouts in the same season, under 100 pitches. The first Braves left-hander to do it since Tom Glavin in 2000. So an outstanding effort from Max Fried. Though, yes, the Braves' division lead did shrink slightly. You have to feel positive going into Saturday's game if you're Atlanta. While the Atlanta Braves are certainly in their own stretch run of the season, hoping to make the playoffs at the major league level, the Mississippi Braves are now only one win away from winning the AA South Championship for the first time since 2008 after a very exciting 11-9 victory over the Montgomery Biscuits on Friday evening. Braves minor league star, or at least star of the season when it comes to pitching, Spencer Strider started the game, retiring the first nine batters. He certainly did his job, but it was a wild back-and-forth game between the Montgomery Biscuits and the Braves that the Mississippi Braves wound up winning 11-9. to William Woods will take the mound in game four for a chance for the Braves to be able to win their first double-A South championship since 2008. Make sure to stick to Talking Chop for all the latest coverage on the Mississippi Braves' pursuit of their minor league title. But of course, back to the Atlanta Braves coming into Saturday. It's going to be Waskar Yanoa on the mound uh, for the Braves versus a familiar face who formerly was with the Phillies, a name that the Braves have seen many times in recent memory. Vince Velasquez will be on the mound versus the Padres. Velasquez was released earlier this season by the Phillies. Of course, the Padres, who have had so many pitching issues when it comes to injuries, they picked him up. He's made a few starts for them, has run into the same problems that he did in Philadelphia. Certainly a live arm, but one also that is prone to giving up runs. But 
while the Braves' offense should have their opportunities to be able to score and hopefully score early and often like they did in last night's game. The big thing to watch out for for the Braves and Waskar Yanoa, can Waskar Yanoa get through the order the first time through and then hopefully another time through, at the very least get through the lineup twice when it comes to the Padres and limit the damage? We've seen it ever since he came back from his injury. Listen, Waskar has certainly shown the same dominant stuff that he showed earlier this season more often than not, but he also has run into trouble at times in, in, in several of his starts since returning from his rehab assignment where he's given up a home run or two or he's given up a big inning. If Waskar Yanoa can avoid giving up that type of big inning, him, getting, him completing five or six innings would be huge for the Braves because with Waskar Yanoa on the mound tonight, once he exits the game, you may be seeing it be the Braves' bullpen taking over for the rest of this series because obviously they'll take over this game once Waskar Yanoa is done pitching and then the fifth spot in the rotation comes up tomorrow and the last time that that came up, it was Jesse Chavez who got the start in what basically was a bullpen game for the Braves. And while the Braves did win that game in Arizona, it's likely that the Braves will be facing Joe Musgrove tomorrow, who's been one of the more consistent pitchers in the National League. It's going to be a bit harder outcome for the Braves tomorrow to get a win than it was in Arizona if they go a full bullpen game. Plus, you've also had Jacob Webb's breakdown on Thursday and Will Smith's struggles yesterday. If the Braves are going to have to rely on their bullpen heavily tonight and then also tomorrow, the Braves are going to have to get the offense going early and often. So a big key and a big hopeful positive outcome for the Braves tonight is Waskar Yanoa going at least five, maybe six innings, working his way well through the order twice, and hopefully the Braves' offense scoring early and often. And once the Braves' bullpen comes in, perhaps Jacob Webb gets a chance to get back on track, and some of the Braves' more reliable arms will be able to shut the door once again on the Padres. Of course, the Pirates and the Phillies will be playing once again a one-and-a-half game lead for Atlanta as things stands right now. Hopefully, the Braves will be able to at least maintain or maybe even expand that lead into tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, we're going to be right back with you. A special Sunday edition of the, of the Daily Hammer here on the Talking Chop Podcast Network. But that is just one of the many great things that are upcoming when it comes to the coverage of the Braves during the stretch run of the playoffs. Obviously, you're going to have the Talking Chop podcast available to you every Sunday night going to start your week into Monday morning. You'll also have the Road to Atlanta podcast as well on Monday evening. But a new addition to the coverage that we provide here at Talking Chop 
Battery Power, the YouTube channel debut of Grant McCauley and Courtney McCartney will be live on September 27th, which will obviously be Monday. An outstanding lineup and an outstanding duo when it comes to Braves coverage. Grant and Corey are wonderful when it comes to their knowledge of the Braves and their coverage. The debut episode of Battery Power will be available on Monday. So you've got the Talking Chop podcast, the Road to Atlanta podcast, the debut of Battery Power, and we'll have you covered for tonight's action tomorrow on the Daily Hammer. All of that through TalkingChop.com and and talking at Talking Chop across all forms of social media and now YouTube. My name's Sean Coleman. Hope you have a great start to your weekend. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Go Braves. This has been the Daily Hammer. Yeah.